Howdy, friend. No matter which way the market moves, it leaves behind telltale signs in the charts of what's going on and what could be next. What's the guy's name on first base? No, what is on second base? I'm not asking you who's on second. Who's on first? One base at a time. This is Off the Charts, where the expert traders at RagingBull.com discuss what's jumping off their charts. Why are you acting like a child with your hand in the cookie jar? What they're looking for and the investment course they're charting now. That makes you sharper. Well, today we're actually talking with Petra Hess, so it must be Chart Woman, because she is the editor of Petra's Picks, and if you have not gone to check out her website, it's PetraPicks.com. She is part of the Raging Bull community, which is on Twitter at Raging Bull and online at RagingBull.com, and I'm very pleased to say, Petra Hess, welcome back to the show. Hi, Chuck. Always a pleasure to be here. And we have a simple question for you today. It summed up in a sounder. I'd put some of that money to work for you with the high yield only investing in gold and silver can bring. Because you're looking at gold, but you're not exactly saying, I love gold. So you have a why for gold now, but you also have a why not, don't you? Well, my wife is for not particularly gold itself, but gold stocks. So looking at the GDX and the GDXJ. And in doing research this past weekend and looking, going back and looking at a weekly chart, I noticed that in the last five years, gold has put in, the gold stocks have put in a low in December, leading to a rally anywhere from 37% to 139% um, in those five years. So I'm watching the GDX and the GDXJ here for some sort of bottoming formation here in December to see if we get a continuation of what I've seen identified as a five-year trend. So this is the gold sector's own variation of a Santa Claus rally? I guess that uh, that you can call it that, <laughs> or does it coincide uh, with the fact that we usually have a Santa Claus rally in our stocks, but then a pullback in the, the overall markets, a little bit of a, a pullback, and the at that point, the miners take off and give us a little bit of a rally. What is throwing a little uh, monkey wrench into this for me this year is, is Bitcoin. Because the more reading I do about Bitcoin, I think for some people, Bitcoin is starting to be that safe haven place rather than gold. So we'll see if it plays out this year that we get a, a rally in December with the miners. But I'm definitely laser focused watching those charts. So what do you have to see that convinces you it's game on time to buy? Because you don't have any shares right now in GDX or GDXJ, correct? Nothing. Um, GDX, the GDX has uh, put in three lows this past year in March, in May, in July, at, a, at a, right around the $21 level. Right to, right now it's trading around 2160 I, ideally, I would love to see a push down to that $21 area and a bounce because that gives me a lot of conviction. That would be the fourth time bounce off there heading into December. That would be my dream setup to see it happen like that. If I don't get that, then I'll watch for a bottoming formation in, with the candlesticks and on the chart. And that would start with a move and a hold over the 8 EMA on the daily. And we're not there yet. So this is not a trade that I think is even possibly going to execute any time 
later this week. It is really a place to watch and watch for that reversal. How about the GDXJ? What's the level there that you're looking for? The GDXJ, very similar, of course, to the GDX. And the GDXJ just bounced. Now, it it put in a low in May of this past year, and it has just bounced off of that low right around 30, uh, the 2947 area. So we've got a low working there, and we're working up now. Normally with the miners, when they start to rally, we see the juniors start to rally first. So GDXJ, price action starts to get over the 8 EMA on the daily. That's really going to perk up my interest. And how close are we to that happening? We're very close to that happening. We're very close. So if I get a first day close over the 8 EMA, I will look for follow through on a second day before I would get interested in buying a position. Okay. I need to ask an important technical question here for my audience because they're hearing you talk about the eight EMA. That's the eight day exponential moving average. Yes. Why use an exponential moving average here? Is it because of the short time frame? Is it because of the commodity? Why an exponential as opposed to a simple in this case? I have used the 8 exponential moving average for about the last six years in my trading, and I find as soon as a, an equity, an index, a stock gets up over that 8-day exponential moving average, you're starting to have a very good chance that you're into, even if it's just a short-term uptrend, but you're getting into a stock that's showing some strength. Now, you said that in the last five years, the rally you have seen in gold has been a minimum of 37% and a maximum north of 140. So what are you looking for and what's going to tell you if you get into these trades, how long you stay in these trades? Well, this we have the 50-period moving average and the 200-period moving average over top on these charts. So in the GDXJ, we've got about a 14% move to that 50. And in the GDX, we have a, a move of about 10% to the 50 and the 200. So I'll watch there for price action. If we get over those moving averages, then I can see us having another 15 to 20%. So I'm looking for that 35% average. That'll take us up to uh, some uh, tops in the GDX, the, a double top here on the daily chart. And then we'll watch from there. But I'm looking for a 35% rally if we move. So it is gold, and it's not that Petra Hess loves gold right now. Again, it's not like she's saying this. I love gold! What she's saying is that she is watching the gold miners. GDX and GDXJ, those are the plays if they can get this bounce that she's looking for above their eight-day exponential moving average. Petra, great stuff as always. I hope it turns out, and I hope we get a chance to chat with you again soon. Thanks very much, Chuck. Enjoy the rest of your week. Petra Hess, everybody. She is the editor at Petra's Picks. And if you want more information, you're going to go to her website, which is PetraPicks.com. It drops the apostrophe S. PetraPicks.com. And, of course, it's part of RagingBull.com, which is on Twitter at RagingBull. All right, we are heading for home on the December 12th edition of Money Life. Up next, 
Brian Nick. He is Chief Investment Strategist at Nuveen, former Chief Investment Strategist at TIAA. We're going to be talking his market outlook and much, much more when Money Life returns in just a moment. Stay tuned. 